Welcome to the Thrive and Win Show, the show that inspires you to launch a purposeful life of fulfillment, freedom, and fun. If you're ready to change your destiny and to think bigger to make your dream come true, you've come to the right place. Be the change to thrive and win in life and business. Now, here's your host, the queen of change, Petra Contrada. Neil Donald Walsh said, feeling is the language of the soul. If you want to know what's true for you about something, look to how you're feeling about it. Albert Einstein said, imagination is the language of the soul. I say the soul has many languages and superpowers. Hello, here is your host, Petra Contrada, the founder of Thrive and Win in Life and Business, spiritual entrepreneur, and also known as the queen of change. Entrepreneurs hire me to be the change because most overthink, underfeel, and are forever missing key opportunities in life and business. Welcome to our eighth episode of the Thrive and Win Show. The theme today is soul language and the superpowers of the soul. It is such a fascinating topic, and I'm so delighted to have here with me today Jennifer Orezio. Did I spell this, you know, pronounce this right? Jennifer Orezio. You did Orezio. it beautifully. In fact, you added the right pronunciation that I don't even do. So you did it beautifully. Thank Wonderful. You. So Jennifer is the founder of Soul Language, and she works with superpowers. How are you doing today, Jen? I am doing amazing. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And although it's a rainy day here in New Jersey, it's full of excitement. So yay. Jennifer, you are, I, I met you as an expert when it comes to the soul, uh, the soul facets and superpowers. Um, Jenny, just for you guys to know out there uh, who are listening to us, Jen is a master intuitive and the author of two best-selling books, and I'm sure later on she will tell us more about this. Currently, she has trained over 30 practitioners worldwide in soul language. At this time, there are over 5,000 individuals all over the world connecting to their soul languages. It's a wonderful work that you do. I'm all about soul, soul connection. Uh, you know, for me, over 30 years, I'm doing spirit, you know, spiritual development, striving to get better every day. I even married a spiritual uh, healer, and uh, he's, he's a, a spiritual um, uh, educator. He's an amazing guy. So we are deeply into soul connection. And I'm so happy to have you here so that we can share your thoughts on and what you do to help people to find their soul and their soul connection. So tell us a little bit more about what you do, Jen. What do I do? I help people uh, create a conscious connection with their soul. So when we have the words to put what we know deep down inside, it allows us to receive direct guidance. It allows us to step into that knowing and really feel that place inside of us that's never been hurt that has never had a problem, that has never experienced pain, and really act from that place. So humans really like words for things. So I put tangibility to something that's extremely intangible, which is called the soul. Um, and I do that for the soul and the soul of the business as well. And when mm -hmm. people really have those words to put what they know deep down inside, they can take action on it. They can release those painful experiences and programming that have kept them back 
And what I really also love doing is helping people who've been on the journey for a while to fine line it, to receive more, to have a deeper connection and to operate from that so they can create a sustainable legacy or what I call a hundred year movement. You cannot imagine how this, what I hear from you is opening my heart because this is something that is so very to me because I come out of the corporate world. I have 20 years, my own business, but um, doing the spiritual work, it shows, showed me over the, the decades how important it is to really connect with the soul and see also your business as a soul entity. Uh, and, and, and you, you are teaching people, I'm teaching this to people. So we have to exchange more. Maybe we, we can, exchange our ideas later on and, and really get into that. But the, your message is so important. And thank you. it has to be spread. I always say, especially in business, it's, it's a soul connection is a missing link. And people, they see the marketing, they see only their sales and they do networking and this and that. But when are you not really connected to your soul and your business's soul, there's something missing. Yeah, it comes through and, you know, it comes through in so many different ways. That business energy doesn't have free will. It, uh, it's pure consciousness. So it operates mm -hmm. on what you put into it. So if you're putting your pain and your struggle, it's going to implode or explode and not in a very good way. And so it's really about, you know, everyone says business is impersonal. And I say, oh, oh yeah, it is because of what you're putting into that is is if we're going to put consciousness in it it's going to expand and i think when we really have that deep connection we operate from a place of wholeness and completeness and we operate from a place of in the greatest good of all so if it's in my greatest good truly in my greatest good it's in the greatest good of everyone on this planet whether they realize it or not and i think that makes not only business fun but it makes it in such an impactful way that it just, it impacts more than just your own life and your clients' lives. It impacts uh, people that you don't even have any connection to. Absolutely. You know, I know that because what I'm teaching is finding your true passion, what really matters most to you. And this is basically finding your soul, finding your soul purpose. Uh, so we are doing very similar things just in diff from different I believe. Yeah. So let I, I'm curious, uh, what did you do before you came to what you do now? And what inspired you to get there? Because it seems to me really, that is something what is your sole purpose, uh, what you do right now and what you share with us. Yeah, I worked in corporate America. I was the answer girl. I mean, I worked in marketing and PR. I was a publicist and I was a really good one. I would get people on national TV and PR firms would come to the firm I worked with to get their clients that they couldn't get on TV on TV. Um, I wasn't really allowed to talk to clients because I would tell them the truth, but media loves me because I would tell them the truth. And I knew that there was something much bigger inside of me. I just didn't know how to access it. And so I started asking really big questions. And when you ask really big questions, the universe provides really big answers through other humans. And so I started working with different mentors and I was at a conference speaking about essential oils and life purpose. And uh, I heard the beginning of what soul language is. I sat down next to this woman and she's like, we're going to be friends. I was like, totally. And then my inside voice was like, why her? And not the other woman across the way, but I don't care if I ever see her again. And what I heard was, oh, that's soul language. And I was like, whoa. 
And before long, asking questions, I had this paradigm to put tangibility to soul. And so we each have three core energies of soul. Mm -hmm. Your mission, how you feel that mission, and then your soulful personality. And when you tune into that, you understand whether you're coming through life through soul expression or through human pain. And that's extremely powerful for living your purpose. I can imagine. So you say you you heard soul languages. Uh, what was it? Was it like an inspiration or was it? How did it, how should so that I'm, I'm, you know, my intuition, my soul speaks to me, the divine speaks to me through all of the clairs. But in this instance, I heard it, soul language. And it wasn't my voice. It was, you know, more rich and glorious and direct and um, not grounded, but very royal sounding. Mm -hmm. and, and so I heard and I kept asking questions and I kept getting more answers. Um, and I'm still asking questions and I think everyone should still be asking questions. But so that's how I, you know, but when I'm working with clients, I hear, I feel, I get a sensation in my body. I get words on a screen. I get images. I'm, I'm all of the clairs that I've developed over time, just asking different questions to build up those muscles. Wonderful. So, um, and, and now you, 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 you develop this muscle, you keep on searching, you keep on asking, you are listening. Uh, is this something what you would recommend also to our listeners to listen and search and ask the question? I would say so, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think so often people are asking questions and they're getting the answer, but they don't really like the answer, right? Um, or they're asking a question and they're afraid to listen to the answer because they're going to, they're, they're this deep belief that they're going to hear what their greatest fear is, which is the university tree, Bob, God, cupcake saying, oh, you suck. So God, that's what I call my higher power. It's never going to say that. So you guys can let that go right now. I think the, the basic important spiritual practice of listening is asking the same question again and again and again and allowing that answer to develop so and it's how we listen i think so often people are are wanting it to come in through how they see intuition on tv or through the way i get it and the universe is going to use your database it's not going to use my database because you won't understand it so I always say to clients, if you want to start really deeply listening, get a beautiful journal, because I love beautiful yes. journals. Ask your one question and just do a little writing. And then at the end of the day, come back, read the response, and, and make a little notes about what happened during the day, how that shaped. Um, and if you do that for at least a couple of weeks, you're going to start to understand how you see or understand your intuition and you're going to understand the impact of profound listening and conversation with your soul will have on your life. Oh, it's, it's, I think it's very fascinating what you, what you are saying, because I had like, I don't know if you, if you heard about my story, just briefly, um, in 2014, I was in a very difficult uh, state and I was sitting in my stairs and I thought I'm going to die. And I said, God help me something has to happen. I, it cannot be the end of this. And then I heard this voice, what you described as well, this more like royal voice and say, be the change. And it catapulted me up and 
within a year, I changed my yeah. life completely. So now when it comes to that question, the question is, I think, a very important point. Uh, and you do not ask the question, how can I bill my, pay my bill next week? I think we have to go much yeah. deeper. So what would be yeah. a suggestion for you to our listeners? What kind of questions do you ask? Yeah, I think, you know, I, I'm a master prayer writer. So when I teach how to write a prayer, I'm like, don't pray for something small, pray big, Ooh. right? So my favorite question to ask is, what do I need to know today? Because I think that's extremely profound. I think that will impact your day-to-day -day activities and create a lot of transformation in, in everyone's life. Another very big question is, you know, how can I receive or how can I be my heart's desire? That, of course, is if you know your heart's desire. And here's the thing. Your heart's desire is not small. It's always big. And it's always a big theme that people go, oh, that's so big. I don't understand it. And it's always like love, freedom, joy, peace. Like, those are big themes. Accept it. And let's find your secret sauce of that big theme. So, you know, you want to ask those big questions. And I think people are so focused on the external mm -hmm. that they're asking those questions and those are not the solutions, no. right? The solutions is, is an internal and those are very big questions. So what do I need to know today? How can I be and receive my greatest desire? And what do I get to deeply accept about myself and my life in order to, you know, be one with everything? I think that's a huge question. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I, I experienced in my in, with my client and my students is they they have the, the, the thought and they would love to find uh, their right, the right questions to ask, which, you know, we can guide them through a process to that. But then, as you said before, you know, and then it comes, oh, it's so big. Oh, <laughs> you know. Accept it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and, and also, you know, the, overcoming the fear of change, uh, that is also a big issue that a lot of people uh, held back, staying where they are, not discovering uh, their sole purpose and going and taking the, the courage to move forward. So tell me about your superpower of your soul. For myself, because it always starts at home, I think there's, there's two of them. One is I'm really good at courage like I'm really good at going okay you know we can do this to myself and for others and I think the other one is is I have this ability just to not question about what I'm hearing is true or not and I think so often people are like well is that ego is um, who cares like you know there's this deep knowing that I just know and I get the question all the time is like well, how did you know this information was true? And how did you write, you know, create this paradigm? And, you know, did you feel discouraged or, you know, how did you trust it? And I, I always baffled by those questions because I'm like, how could I not? Like, yes. You know, like it was just, I was on a bike going downhill and I was on a bike going downhill and I wasn't like going, well, am I on the bike? Like, I think so often I have this capacity of just to be in that connection with the divine and just trust it. Now that doesn't mean I always trust, you know, the demonstration of it or I don't have my own stuff, but I really know that God loves me. 
I mean, I like to test God, don't, don't get me wrong, but I really know that whatever that thing is, and I are one. And I think that's a huge superpower. I absolutely agree with you. And you know, like it feels like we are soulmates in a, in a, in a way because I, <laughs> I live the same. And I teach to my students as well, faith. Uh, a lot yeah. of them, they, they are brought up with the normal belief systems, you know, and then they think they are not good enough. And then what is God? Right. And it's uh, such a big thing. And um, the, the, the idea about and, and the connection, we are a, a divine yeah. being. So we just need to connect with that part in us and then trust what is coming and be faithful. Yeah. And I think it's a practice too. And I think so, so many people think that, okay, so to have faith, it's like you're the color of your eyes. Like it doesn't change. And I'm like, listen, you're human. There's going to be an ebb and flow. It's about making that choice to turn towards that and to turn towards trust. And it's okay that you have to make a choice. I have to make a choice. Sometimes I have to make it a hundred times a minute and mm -hmm. that's okay. I think so often people think that there's something wrong because they don't instantly feel that faith when they're in challenge. Oh, yes. So our conversation, I believe when I, our listeners, they, when, when they hear us talking, I hope that they say, oh, thanks God there are people out there. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about how you work with people. And I'm also very interested, maybe you can share a little bit about the two books yeah, thank you. So everything starts with the soul language identification, where we identify your three core energies of soul. That's an hour session. Um, I do a discovery session, which is kind of, I don't do them anymore, but I'm happy to offer it to your peeps, where we identify one of your languages, which is my gift. And then I help people move from unconscious behavior or struggle to consciousness and to really do the internal and external. So I'm great at strategy and creating those 100-year movements slash businesses. Um, I have two books, A Little Book of Prayer, which is my favorite one, and Soul Language, Consciously Connecting with Your Soul for Success, which is a 500-page 500 500 big book. So, And we can find that on Amazon? Yes, they're both on Amazon. And I'll offer this really crazy thing for your viewers. Anyone who purchases that book and emails me with what the 20th prayer is, I will write them a personal prayer for them. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. That's, I, I think that is a, it's a very lovely gift and very personal. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I think all our listeners will appreciate that. And we will have this also later on in the show notes so that they know where to get your offer for, uh, for the personal prayer. That's lovely. Thank you. Anything would you would like to, sh uh, you know, what, how to start with getting your soul connection, how to yeah. uh, get the faith, whatever you want to share, maybe one or two tips that you can give to our listeners, where to start? Yeah, I think it's important that so often people are kind of stuck like a deer in the headlights. And, and when I say to people, when you don't know what to pray with, when you don't know what to transform, you know, the thing that you want to do is fill your system with safety. And so I'm going to teach you everyone how to use the body's divine intelligence to fill them with the feeling and knowing that they're safe. 
And the whole idea is that your body doesn't have free will. So if you don't resist it, it will naturally put you in a consciousness of safety, even if you've never felt that way in your entire life. So here goes. Divine intelligence, place me in the feeling and knowing of deep divine safety. And you notice that I slow down my breathing and I feel perfectly safe. But again, this is an expansion. Sometimes your heart will feel open. Sometimes your shoulders will shift. And if you keep repeating that statement and keep filling your body and the cells with deep divine safety, what's going to happen is your set point of safety is going to change. So those little things that make you a little crazy and start you off on a challenge won't be as impactful as they once were because your safety has been changed. I think it's also affecting on the cellular level. From from my experience, don't expect it immediately. It's a process. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't go because m most people they want to have it now and here and immediately, and this is not the way it usually works. Yeah, it can happen like instantly, depending on the connection with my experience. But if you start with it, start slowly, start listening, and be consistent with it. And, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the universe loves consistency and, and we're so instant gratification that we get on that cusp of transformation and we're like, oh, this is not working. And then I'm like, but wait, the sea was just starting to come out of the, the dirt. Like, let's keep trying. So it's about really tweaking that on an ongoing basis for yourself. And another tip I'd like to give is around understanding their purpose. So mm -hmm. the question to start understanding your passion and your purpose is, what do you want, including yourself, everyone to embody on this planet? And that probably you're going to get a big love, peace, joy, freedom. And so then you ask the next question, which is, what's my role in that big answer? And, you and keep, there comes often the big question mark. Yeah. And you keep, you keep asking it and asking it. You know, I think so often people are trying to live their life purpose through delivery systems. So you're not an author, you're not a coach, you're not a teacher, you're not a healer. Those are all delivery systems. Those are not your purpose. Your purpose is much bigger than that, right? My purpose here is about connection. Has not, I could do that as a bartender. It has nothing to do with what I do. But because I know that that is my purpose, the delivery systems line up very easily. Yeah, and, and, and we, we also, this is my true belief, we all came in with a soul purpose and we are here to live that soul, find it, live it, and take it in action so that we fulfill our soul purpose. Yeah. And to have yes. fun. Like, I think so often people are being their purpose, but they don't realize it because they're not seeing the benefits of it, right? So I was the answer girl in corporate America. I'm still the answer girl, right? But it's a much better kind of environment for yes, me, right? Yes, yes, yes. Because you found the avenue for you that, exactly, yes. wonderful. So uh, I, th this is, I think this is a topic that is so fascinating and I could speak for hours. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I, I hope that we have once the, the opportunity to sit down and talk about our ideas and share what we do. I'm sure we uh, will, definitely. A little bit more in depth. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So thank you so much for sharing all these deep insights about the soul language and the soul purpose and the power of soul. And uh, I hope that everything what we share today uh, is inspiring and empowering uh, our listeners as well to uh, think about, you know, what is my soul purpose? Why am I here? And how can I... Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Have a great day. No, we are not done yet. Because I wanted to ask you a couple of more questions. More personal. Is that okay with you? Of course. Okay, so because I, 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 I always love to share with, with our listeners, you know, and, and the, the, the people that come onto my mm. show, um, what we are struggling with, hustling with, and what we are striving and moving towards. So, um, and that's why I would love to know what was the challenge you encountered in your life and what did you do to manage it and kept you moving forward? Yeah, I think my biggest challenge was anger i was angry and i and people will go what were you angry about and i go i do not know i i think that is my warrior nature and i think the way i moved through that was utilizing it as fuel not to judge internally or externally and it didn't happen overnight to be conscious about that i know that now when i'm angry it's a signal of going internally and going okay so where do I feel not enough? Where am I not speaking my truth? Like all of those questions. And it was a very big challenge. I mean, I would in corporate America ask for a pen and they'd be like, why are you so aggressive? I'm like, really? I asked for a pen, you know, and I know that one of the key signs of an up leveling for me is this sense of, of being angry all the time. And that's a, a big way of going, okay, so where where can I feel more joy? Where can I express more soul? Where do I believe I'm not enough? And it's a signal to go inward. So anger. Yes, your angers, outrage. Um, everybody, ex- I think, has, has their own thing. A lot of people I experience have anger. Other, others have da- sadness, depression. Uh, it, it always comes boils down to the emotions. Yeah. And what we have to learn and to discover in this lifetime to move forward. Agreed. So, and, and for you, what, it was the anger and uh, controlling the anger. Yeah. Yeah. And, and berating myself. I think that's the, you know, it was, I was angry at the world, but most of all, I was angry at me, Yeah, you know, for not being enough. And I think it's also a question of development and awareness. You more, you work on yourself and questions. Yeah the better it gets. And for for me, I I can say I'm, uh, I'm not 61. And I'm in the best time of my life. I love that. And, and, but because of everything what I went through, but what I wanted to conclude this is, um, listen to your soul purpose, listen to it, believe in it. Wonderful. One more question I have. What is your deepest heart desire? Meaning, what is it what makes you jump out of bed in the morning and you can't wait doing it? Or also, you know, what matters most to you in your life and how do you live it? Yeah, I think what matters most to my, my you know, I have my greatest desire is freedom. So everything I do and be is constructed around that. 
uh, and feeling free and activating freedom and creating a life full of freedom. I didn't realize I was doing that in corporate America by telling my bosses what I would do and what I wouldn't do and constructing a job, my own job description, which and, and declaring like, this is what I was worth. And, and I'm amazed about, and then like going, okay, now I do it by creating my own business. And then my other greatest heart's desire was to be profoundly loved and offer love. And, and I'm, just so lucky to to experience that i have a wonderful relationship with a man called warner uh we just celebrated five years and i'm still in awe about that i get to experience that love that partnership you know we have this saying this is not a fly-by-night romance right so yeah when yeah. things come up i go this is not a fly-by-night romance and he goes i know and then we just work it out so yes and you know that was achieved through loving myself and i know i will because i i roll my eyes about it but i had to really love myself in order to welcome in that much love into my universe I totally understand that. Uh, and I'm so happy for you that you found yeah. your soulmate. <laughs> Five you. years, it's, it's a long time. It's a long time. Uh, Definitely a long time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, if, for me, I'm, and I'm so <laughs> blessed. My man, uh, my, uh, my husband, we are now 25 years married. Amazing. And we met each other and I saw him and I knew it was him. And six months later, we were married. Nice. <laughs> Nine months later, we gave birth, and now it's two, we are on the on the right twenty five years. And I can I know how you feel. It's so wonderful, uh, but it's also a matter of working on yeah. oneself and opening up, opening up to the relationship, to the love, to the to divinity. Uh, and I love this message. Give that out to all our listeners. And again, Kathleen, thank you for being here today and sharing your insights uh, to our audience. Uh, and uh, you out there on the podcast today, thank you for being here and listening. Details on today's episodes and um, Jennifer's gift you will find in the show notes. So the gift is when you purchase her book, you can find it on Amazon. You, you answer her a question out of the book, you will be receiving your personal prayer. This is a wonderful gift. Thank you again, Thank Jennifer. You. Visit also uh, in the show notes, you can also uh, get the link to my website, petrocontrada.com, and also to the website of this show, the thriveandwinshow.com, where you find my special gift for you. And um, if you are the first time here, uh, just wanted to let you know, we change this gift every month can take advantage of new and get and thrive and win in life. This is your host, Petra Contrada. Thank you for listening. And I'm so delighted to share with you deep insights and inspire you to make your next chapter your best. See you again here on the show very soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Thrive and Win Show with your host, Petra Contrada. Tune in every week for your dose of inspiration and transformation. Conversations with great people from around the globe and experts who really know what they're doing. If you've enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe. And while you're at it, rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and tell all your friends. For more information about guests and to download your free surprise gift from us, 
go to thriveandwinshow.com. Thanks for listening and thrive and win until next time here on the show. Thank you.